Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. From spirituality, holistic healing, to creativity, and conscious business, we've got your mind, body, and spirit covered. Hi there, welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today, we are going to have an intimate talk with Diana Osberg, who has been doing this facilitation work for over a decade. Uh, she's a yoga facilitator. She's a sound bath instructor. She uh, facilitates her own inner healing retreats. Um, and, you know, we're going to look at the topic of letting go of what doesn't serve you. And I think that that's a big thing for a lot of people is how do we how do we release so that we can move forward? We got to clear out that clutter in order to create space. So welcome. Thank, Thank you. you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Do you want to just share a little bit about yourself? Wow, that's a hard question to answer. I, 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 like, I, I make it vague on purpose because I like well, to hear what people, what pieces and things that people choose to say on their own. So. Well, I'll just say that I'm healing along with everybody else, that I'm in the process of awakening with everybody else. And um, I've come to a point where I love what I'm doing. I love sharing these ancient technologies, the, um, the sound healing, sound therapy. There are different terms you can yeah. apply to it. Um, it has been around for over 5,000 years in various forms. And it's wonderful that the Western world is rediscovering or discovering for the first time that these technologies are so deeply healing on so many different levels. And I'm enjoying experimenting and I take classes with other people and I learn and I incorporate these things into my own personal practice and then I share them with you. <laughs> Awesome. But what got you into it? That's a great question. Um, the, of course, I had started uh, practicing yoga quite a number of years ago, and that's where it went for a while. And, and, uh, and then I went to a sound bath. I, I saw it on a yoga um, schedule. Yeah, uh, a lot of and, yoga studios do sound baths. What bath is too? that? And I'm I have a background in music. I was a singer and and pianist and and uh, so sound has always fascinated me. And we all know how comforting music can be. Um, so I went to the sound bath and. The, she had both gongs and crystal singing bowls. Okay. And the first time I ever heard a crystal singing bowl, I thought, oh my God, I want one. So it took me a few years, actually, to finally buy one. Uh, well, they're, they're super expensive, they, too. It's, they it's are. an investment, it especially is. like the really nice ones that are infused with real crystal. Yes, I definitely. I mean, you can get some of the ones that are just made of glass that are a little bit more reasonable, but the yeah, ones but they that, don't you know, work. You know, like, the, mm -hmm. the glass ones don't yeah. really work. But, but so anyway, I, I bought one. My first one was the heart chakra bowl. 
And then I kept buying them. And I started, I bought the crystal singing bowls. I bought all of the bowls for the chakras. I, uh, then I started buying Tibetan singing bowls, which are different. They're yeah. metal. They're an amalgam of seven metals. Mm -hmm. And that they have a different feel to them. Yeah, and you can vibration. put them, different vibration. You can put them on your body, actually, which is really interesting. I, I actually do that for myself, too. Uh, and then I started buying gongs. Um, and I've just had so much fun uh, experimenting with them. And, and at that time, I actually had a really stressful corporate job. And uh, there was one lady I was working with who was teaching, uh, just giving a free yoga class after work for our co-workers. So I asked her if I could come by with some bowls and, and do a sound bath after her class and I did and they invited me back and then uh, that opened up an opportunity with a local um, yoga studio to do a monthly uh, Reiki circle sound bath. I started working with some Reiki masters and uh, it has just blossomed from there. Uh, Beautiful. Uh, yeah. So it was just it was one little you know the experience to the bowls to the more the different types of bowls to the gongs and incorporating all of it and you know what were some of the things that you were experiencing and going through when you were having this you're, you're saying that you're doing your own healing and transformational mm -hmm. work and you know what continued to pull you when the things that you notice is the effectiveness well, first of all, um, I'm one of those people, I've always been one of those people that if I jumped in the river, I'd be swimming up against the current, fighting it every step of the way. And I'm learning how to go with the current to get mm. to shore. Um, and it's a powerful metaphor, really, about letting go, to go with it. And I began to realize that as I experimented with this, I call it a technology, you can call it what you want, yeah. um, that opportunities were opening up for me without my pushing, without yeah. my having to swim against the tide. And I'll tell you a funny story. It's funny now, at the time it was kind of embarrassing and, and scary. <laughs> and it's how hindsight it works, right? Yeah, and, well, this is one of those defining moments mm -hmm. in, in my awakening, uh, beginning, you know, you heal over a certain period of time, but there's usually a point where something significant happens that really gets your attention. And that's when you start to become more active in your, um, in your evolution. Yeah. Uh, because that's what healing is. It's an evolution of your soul. Mm -hmm. So at the time, again, I was still working in that really stressful corporate job. And uh, we live here in Los Angeles, and everybody knows whether you live here or not, you know how bad the traffic is on the freeways <laughs> and how frustrating it can be. And I'm very punctual. I didn't want to be late for work one morning when I was heading off to work. And so I drove out of the parking lot and headed toward the exit from the uh, apartment complex. And lo and behold, what should be blocking the exit but this big old garbage truck? <laughs> and I started beeping the horn. I was getting angrier and angrier and frustrated and scared I was going to be late to work. I always felt like I had an axe over my head, you know. And, um, he would not move. He was just doing his job. So I finally, 
and I'm so embarrassed to say this, but <laughs> I finally got out of my car, came over to his truck, and I punched the door. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was screaming at this guy. And, it, you know, in the back of my head, I was saying, what are you doing, woman? <laughs> but I did it. And he moved. And I got past him, and I got off to work. And all day long, I thought, I am scared he's going to call the cops and I'm going to come home and there's going to be like the, sh the uh, deputy there waiting to arrest me. <laughs> and uh, I got home and there was no deputy, there were no police. But I thought, you know, I'm going to have a heart attack or a stroke if I don't change my life. Yeah, I need to learn how to let this go. Yeah. This f furious anger. Um, that I knew had been there. And every once in a while, something would push that button and make it come out. So that's when I started meditating. Mm. And almost immediately, it changed me. And I know a lot of people say, well, I just don't have the patience to just sit there and meditate. And I understand that. I'm, I'm a person who never stops moving. You probably can see me fidgeting a lot here. <laughs> That's me. It's a lot of energy coming through me all the time. And, um, and, but there are so many different ways that you can meditate. You can sit quietly and open up space and breathe and just allow that monkey mind to settle down and let it go. But that's not so easy for most people. Yeah. So... Um, there are various active ways that you can meditate without having to sit. And I mix it up. I don't do the same thing all the time. There are days when I just can't sit still like that. So I, I also, um, in addition to doing sound baths and um, giving um, sound therapy and to individuals as well as groups, uh, I will lead conscious breathing sessions. It's sometimes called yogic breathing, conscious breathing. Mm -hmm. um, and that's very grounding, and it allows your, your mind to settle uh, and keeps it from whirling, that monkey mind, mind chatter. There are different mm -hmm. you know, words for it. But, uh, and that's a form of letting go. Um, and, and, and I will say about letting go, it's kind of a dichotomy. I say, letting go is the simplest, easiest thing to do in the whole wide world, and yet it's the hardest thing that you can do. And I think of those words as being a very active thing. Letting go, it feels like you have to do something to let go, mm -hmm. which kind of is counterproductive, I think. So a lot of times, I'd like to just call it um, allowing. Okay. I, I, I allow these things. So instead of trying to control everything in your life, you allow it to happen. So with the breathing, you actually, the conscious breathing, you do have a certain amount of control. Okay. So if you have difficulty just sitting quietly and meditating, you can do a breathing meditation. So it gives you something to focus on. Exactly. And, um, and you can also walk in nature. That's one of the best things. That's, I, I will get um, what I call downloads from uh -huh. time to time. I can't control them, but I will 
suddenly be filled with really profound information that is coming from my ancient wisdom, my, my deep, true self, I think. And, and that's part of one, that's one of the things you can do when you can let go and really connect with your true self is that you'll start bringing up this wisdom, whether it comes from deep inside or it comes from uh, your higher self, from angels or yeah. other beings or from your God self, uh, it doesn't matter. Um, and then that kind of brings me around to the, the sound healing, the sound therapy, is that the, these vibrations from the instruments are so powerful. And because we are not solid beings, we are vibratory beings. We're yeah. energy that's vibrating all the time. And... Um, in order for us to maintain a healthy uh, self, body, heart, mind, and spirit, because you can't separate them, it's all one. Yeah. Body, heart, mind, spirit, these different parts of us vibrate at different frequencies naturally. Mm -hmm. And because uh, when, when we um, are traumatized, whether we're injured physically, injured emotionally, if we have chemical exposure, anything that would be detrimental to ourselves, body again, body, heart, mind, and spirit, it's not just the body, will change the frequencies. So these instruments can, and again, I'll say can, because you have to be open to this technology. If you're closed off about it, if you're closed-minded, at best, you may just sleep really well after a sound bath. But if you can be open to it, it's amazing what can happen. Um, and it will, the, the frequencies will realign your frequencies and ret return them, restore them back to the natural frequencies that we're meant to have to, to maintain health. Um, Another thing that happens from the trauma is that these, um, the energy gets stuck in us. And so the different modalities like Reiki, mm -hmm. the, um, the, the sound um, will move that energy out. And, um, and you'll start to feel more energized because of it, because that energy is now... Uh, available to you to access. Yeah, it's no yeah. longer stuck or stagnant or yeah. not being absorption. So it's just one of the processes that you help people to let go. Yes. Because yes. I mean, letting go is easier said than done, right? Yes, you know, like is. how you were saying, it's one of the easiest things to do, but the mo one of the most difficult things to do. And so um, you have these different, you know, technologies or approaches and practices that can help facilitate somebody mm -hmm. into the process of being able to release. And, and that's why I, I think it's important to try different modalities because each person is different. Each person has their own set of issues because each, of, each one of us has our own unique path that we can choose because of free will. We can choose to follow that path that was given to us when we were born. Um, and and one of the other modalities that I work with a lot that I absolutely adore is yin yoga. And a lot yeah. of people are not familiar with that. I, I, I don't teach a weekly class, 
what I like to do is I incorporate the asanas into the poses, into um, different workshops that I'm doing. So we might start out with some breath work, we'll do some yin yoga to open up space and to ground us. Um, one of the things I love about yin is, um, for people who aren't uh, familiar with it, it's, it's a style of yoga that's mostly done on the floor and the poses or asanas are held for long periods of time, a, a minimum of three minutes, okay. up to five or more minutes. And um, there's an, a meditative aspect to it so that you move into um, your edge of discomfort, not pain, but discomfort, mm. much like life, because life can be quite uncomfortable. So you move into that discomfort and you learn to let that go and accept what is. Mm, because when you cannot do anything about if you can do something about it do it don't sit there and moan about it and complain about how much you hate this because you can change it yeah but if you can't do anything about it what makes life painful is your holding on to that you hold on to pain you hold on to anger I kind of think about pain as being a shield and anger being the sword mm. so you're constantly defending yourself when you don't need to so if you can allow things to happen, so within the yin, you move to that edge of discomfort and allow rest with what is. And what's interesting about yin physically is that um, it, a lot of people describe it as deep stretching, but it really isn't. It's not, you're not trying to stretch your muscles. You're, you are lengthening and lubricating the uh, fascia and the connective tissue that's under and around the muscles and in your joints. Gotcha. And that's where we hold trauma. Mm. That's where a lot of the energy gets stuck, particularly in hips. I don't you know if you practice yoga, yeah. but you know, usually if the yoga instructor says, well, we're going to do a hip set today, everybody groans because it hurts. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's interesting because we hold so much of our pain in our hips, so yeah. much of the trauma in our hips. And so I'll get people crying, not because they're hurt, yeah. not, not because, because they're, they're feeling releasing. pain, because they're releasing. And this happens, interestingly, with the sound baths, too. I've had, boy, there was one woman in particular, um, she cried through the whole sound bath, cried, cried, because it's a release. And yeah. she sent me a note afterwards that evening. She said, wow, Diana, she said, I didn't realize how much she said because I I'm I real I understand from this session the layers that need to be released that mm -hmm. I didn't know were there and she said I was releasing things that I didn't realize needed to be released yeah um, she said now I know I need to do this more often and I would encourage that if you can do it um, you can even buy yourself a bowl and do it at home it's not quite the same yeah um, it's kind of like you know you're not getting the same let go and just experience. Yeah, because you're participating in it. For me as a practitioner, I do get certain benefits from it. But the interesting thing about um, about this technology is that it changes your brain waves. Mm -hmm. um, it, it usually, in our waking hours, we are in um, beta state. 
So we're fighting to survive, you know, in the beta state. And then when you're more relaxed, when you allow your your um, parasympathetic nervous system to activate, which again, these technologies like the the yin yoga, um, like the breathing, they settle down the sympathetic nervous system, which is fight or flight, and it puts cortisone and and, uh, adrenaline into your system, and that's what you know, it's not good for your heart, it's not good for your weight, it's not good at all. So these technologies change your brain waves. Usually, it'll settle you down into alpha, and then you'll go into a theta state, mm. and and that fight or flight will settle down, um, and it, they call it um, this parasympathetic nervous system is often referred to as the rest and digest, uh, and the theta state is like, you know that how you feel when you're just drifting off to sleep Mm -hmm. and you're still aware of stuff that's in the room but you feel like your body really can't move and Mm -hmm. and you're starting to dream you might drool (laughs) (laughs) putting me in that right now (laughs) hypnotizing me (laughs) but anyway that's that's the theta brain wave and that's what happens with um, the the um crystal singing bowls, the Tibetan singing bowls, the gongs. Gongs are really powerful, amazing, amazing instruments. Um, and what do you find that the differences that they do? You know, because you incorporate all of these different uh, sound instruments and vibrations. Yeah. And so what do you think that the singing bowls are in your experience working with the energies that in that technology that you think that the the crystal bowls do that are different than the Tibetan bowls that are different than the gongs? Because yeah, they all operate question. a little bit differently. Yeah, I, um, first of all, when I select what I'm going to use, if I'm, if I'm doing a gong bath, I don't have so much of a selection. But, but w- when I'm doing a, a sound bath with mostly bowls, um, I, I intuitively feel what people need. And these are tough times right now, and we're all going through a huge shift together. So I can feel it in me, and I feel like if I know I need it, everybody else does too, because we're all connected. Mm-hmm. We, we really are. Um, the crystal singing bowls are tremendously powerful. They're made of 99% quartz crystal, mm-hmm. and our bodies are crystalline structures, and mm-hmm. we also contain a lot of water. So the sound waves very easily go through our bodies, through the water that's in our bodies. The interesting thing about the crystal singing bowls is that they also penetrate bone. They're that powerful. Wow. Now, they say this is a bit of a marketing ploy. It may be, but I still think it's fun to think about, um, and I think there's validity to it, is that usually the bowls are labeled by the chakra system, the, the energy system, going from your, your root chakra all the way up to the mm-hmm. crown. So I oftentimes will theme, um, uh, theme a session depending on what I think people need. Over the winter, I felt like people were really anxious and angry and um, scared and they needed to be grounded. So I was staying down in the, the root chakra, mm-hmm. sacral area, a little bit of um, solar plexus, and then I bring in some other things to, to complement the bowls. Um, and 
there's one that people really love that I love doing too, is that when you get two bowls that are about a half a tone off from each other, they, they play with each other. These bowls love, love each other, mm -hmm. playing with each other, and they'll create. Even though there are just two tones between two bowls, there's another tone that will come in. And when they're only half a step off from each other, they set up this thing called binaural beats. Mm -hmm. And I call it ear floss. Because you can feel it going back and forth in, in and out of your ears. It's really cool. And I actually, I, I have people tell me this all the time. They said, I swear you were standing right over me playing those bowls. And I, I wasn't. I was probably yeah. 10 feet away. Um, and so it's, it, it, and I can feel it kind of um, loosening things up and, and moving the energy out. So... Um, sometimes I'll, I'll bring in the Tibetan singing bowls. It depends. When I first started doing them, I, uh, doing sound baths, I played the Tibetan bowls more. But they are less powerful. I don't like to use that word. They, they have a different effect than the crystal singing bowls. And I like to use the Tibetan singing bowls on people's bodies directly. Mm. Um, that that has a, a different kind of effect, a more direct effect, and I'll apply them depending on what the client needs. Gotcha. Yeah, and they can be applied on the front or on the back. I also have um, tuning forks. I just bought a crystal tuning fork, which is really interesting, and it's in the uh, 528 hertz okay. range, which is the frequency of love. And I have a, a workshop I'm going to be doing in July that's called The Sound of Love, and it's all about opening up the heart chakra and raising the frequency to um, to the frequency of love, 528 hertz. And so we're going to play around with some tuning forks and... Beautiful. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And and there are things that you can do. I, and again, I incorporate the yin yoga into it because there, there are things that you can do to open up um, the, the heart chakra, to open up the physical space, and then uh, open up the, you know, um, uh, or retune the vibrations. Yeah. You know, so. And so what about the gongs? What do they what do they do for the body? Wow. I I am I've been playing gongs for a bit, not as long as with the bowls. And uh, the more I play them, the more fascinated I am by them. Uh, I did a, a gong bath here at Liberate Hollywood on Sunday. And I had so much fun. I had a new gong that <laughs> I hadn't played with the other one. I had a little I had a little tam-tam for accent, but I had two main gongs. And they fell in love with each other. <laughs> I had not played them again, again together. And they set up that binaural beats, which I totally was not expecting. Because you know, I've been to gong baths, and I've never heard binaural beats with gongs. These two set up the binaural beats, and I started playing one. And then I started playing the other one, and it was this mmm. Mm, so I stopped and just let it. Allowed it, it. it, allowed it to happen. That's a, actually, I hadn't thought about that, but you know, as a practitioner, there are things you have to allow. You have to allow space not to be active all the time, bang, 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 you know. Um, and it's interesting, too, because, again, as a practitioner, you bring your own energy 
into those instruments through the instruments to the other souls that are who are in the room and so you have to be really careful about what energy you bring in with you if you've had a bad day uh, or you ran into just terrible traffic on your way into (laughs) the garbage truck you you know yeah exactly you no more of that (laughs) so you you really have to allow that to go mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I'm really getting much better at it there's I, I don't I'm human mm-hmm. and I'm going through my own process and that's yeah. what it is it's a process and it's uncovering layers and different people need different things there was one um, I did a an all crystal sound bath here I've done it a couple of times yeah. here the, it was interesting the first one that I did here um, it was a big group. It was a, we were full. And yeah. I had a couple of people who let me know afterwards that they connected with loved ones during the session. One of them was a loved uh, a grandmother who was gravely ill in the hospital. She was still alive, but she communicated with her granddaughter who was here at wow. the session, during the session. And then the other one uh, was a... a a loved one who had already passed over, who contacted her during the session. Uh, it's just, it's really incredible what happens. I had a, another session I did with a group, and a woman came up to me afterwards, and she's been, um, she's being treated for cancer. I think it might be liver cancer. Okay. She said she could feel it working. Uh, the, she could feel the vibrations in that area, and that it Helping felt so and healing, healing and comforting. And... And the te- technology can can relieve pain. Yeah, it, it can relieve physical pain. It can relieve emotional pain. So again, um, and energize people and all those other yeah, things. Yeah. Now, when you're you're talking right now, I know another thing that uh, wanting to touch on is uh, this element of angels. Yeah. You know, because you know whether people look at sometimes people look at loved ones is angelic beings that are watching over them sometimes you know it's it's a different vibration of these angels and so I just wanted to you know I know that that was one of the things that you wanted to tap into so yeah I have an interesting story um I've I've always known I've never been a religious person but I've always known I've had angels around me and it's as it turns out everyone does Mm -hmm. some of us are aware and some of us aren't as a couple of years ago, I was, um, along with a, a business partner and I, we, we put together a retreat in Sedona, the Sedona Mago um, Center. I don't know if you've been there. No, but, but I love it, Sedona. It's really, it's like, yeah, it's a beautiful place. And, you know, it has the vortexes. And it was my first experience going there. And I, was, I, I brought... My, I brought a whole bunch of crystal singing bowls because I was doing a sound bath for the group. So I drove there. It's an eight-hour drive. And this very bumpy, long road, access road up to the, to the retreat center. And I, you know, I had to go about five miles an hour. I didn't want to break the bowls. Anyway, long story short, all eight week. Eight-hour drive you know, turned into yeah, 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and so we were there five days, and and I uh, was one of the retreat leaders, and I was so hoping that I would have some sort of really incredible experience with the vortexes. And nothing. And, and all week there was a little bit of a pulsing in one of my ears. And I thought, well, is that it? 
And then it was time to go home, said goodbye to people, and packed everything up. And I was um, driving out that very long, bumpy access road when suddenly, and this happened so quickly, I saw a swirl of layer upon layer of white angels flying around the outside of my car. And then they were gone, and I stopped the car, and I took a breath. And as I mentioned before, I get these downloads occasionally, and the download was, and it's, it's like nobody talks to me or anything, it's just, it's there. Mm -hmm. And I was told that I need to bring my angels to people who need them. Mm. And no, <laughs> I get very emotional about this. So, um, so I see bringing the sound healing to people and the other modalities to people as my path yeah. to helping people awaken and know that there isn't anything wrong. Everything's okay. Yeah. Everything's okay. Even in this crazy world that we have right now, everything's okay. Focus on the good. Focus. Let that pain go. I know it's easier said than done, but just allow it to go. One trick that you can do, actually I've got a couple of tricks. Yeah. One is you can just acknowledge that it's there. Yeah. And don't dwell on it. It's like, I know you're there. You know, I, one day if I'm feeling really depressed, I think, oh, I'm feeling depressed today. I acknowledge that I'm feeling depressed. There's nothing wrong. Things always change, so I know that I won't always feel this way. Another thing that I do, and I often say this as uh, right at the very beginning of a sound bath, I will talk about um, during the sound bath and all, even afterwards, certain thoughts and emotions will come up. Yeah. And so I ask people, just notice that those thoughts and emotions are there, but don't judge them mm. and let them go on their way. And then if you want to make it a visual thing, which people find helpful, um, and you can do this if you're just sitting meditating too, thoughts and emotions come up, put them on a leaf, on a gentle stream. So the, the thoughts and emotions, your worries, are on that leaf, and they float down the stream, and they float into your view. So you notice that leaf, but you don't judge that leaf. Mm. And it just keeps floating out of your sight and out of your consciousness. I like and that. And it's gone. And these things will keep coming up. Another trick you can do is just focus on your breathing. Put your attention on your breath. Mm -hmm. So when your mind starts wandering, you start thinking, oh, I didn't like that girl. She took my parking space. <laughs> yeah, we, we <laughs> Those things we happen. Or I just, for some reason, this girl at work bugs me, you know. So you can um, put your focus on your breath and breathe in and breathe out. You can breathe in for a count of four, hold it for a count of four, breathe out for a count of six. Yeah. And just count. Um, another thing that is really great is ujjayi breath. This is a little bit off topic, but you know, if you have trouble sleeping, uh, one thing that you can do is a little ujjayi breath before you go to sleep. Just lay down, and the ujjayi is—it's um, a restricted breath 
So it sounds almost like you're snoring, okay. but it's generated more from the chest, so it's... And so you can lay there and breathe in through your nose for a count of four, hold it for a count of four, and then breathe out using ujjayi for a count of six, okay. and then four, hold four, it for a count of two. Ah. And then again, and you do this eight times, and I can almost guarantee you'll be asleep before you finish your round. Okay, so yeah. say it one more time. Breathe into the breathe, count. Breathe in through your nose with the restricted breath for a count of four. Hold it for a count of four. Breathe out with the restricted breath for a count of six and hold it for a count of two. So it's in for four, yeah. hold for four, out for six, and hold for two. And then keep yeah. on going. Yeah. Okay, I like yeah. that. <laughs> so, you know, where can, they, where can everybody find you? I know that you do a whole bunch of different retreats. Yeah. You have some retreats coming up, but, you know, depending on when people listen or watch this podcast you know I've oh. always got stuff going on I have so much fun putting together um, retreats and workshops and sound baths and so you can find me the the name of my company that I do these under is called inner story retreats Mm-hmm. And the uh, and I think you're going to put the the URL on the yep, page, but it's it's innerstoryretreats.com, and uh, we've got a couple of really uh, exciting things coming up. I'm going to be doing more at Liberate Hollywood. And by the way, if you've never been to Liberate Hollywood, please come visit. <laughs> you know, if you don't live in the area and you just happen to come to Southern California, come to visit. It's an amazing store. Yeah, and come and take yeah. a sound bath. <laughs> come take a sound bath. And, you know, um, and, you know, we'll be doing a lot of retreats yeah. uh, elsewhere, too. That's one of some yeah. of our things on our agenda for by the end of the year yeah. and next year. And, so. and I'll be doing more here. And then I have a couple of... Um, that are outside. There's one I'm doing on a rooftop on uh, summer solstice and I'm calling it Moonlight Yin Rooftop Sound Bath. And it's actually just a couple of miles from here and has a view of the Hollywood sign in the downtown and it's right on top of the roof. So that one's filling up. So it's going to, that one's going to sell out. Summer solstice, (laughs) rooftop, view of Hollywood sign. Moonlight. Moonlight. Uh, And and moonlight is a yin thing. Um, And then the other one is August 7th. 17th, um, I'm doing, um, it's a, it's a, I'm calling it a mini retreat. It's a morning retreat at the Japanese Garden in Van Nuys. Oh, beautiful. And, you know, I, I hadn't been there, and I've lived in the valley for years, and I finally went to visit. It's six and a half acres, and it's just gorgeous. I have reserved the entire thing for our exclusive use. And there's a traditional Japanese Shoan building at the far end of the lake where we'll be doing the program. You'll have time to just, you know, meditate and walk and, you know, enjoy the garden. But then we'll be in the Shoan building. When I walked in there, I thought, oh, my God, this is the perfect place for sound bath and yoga. So we'll be doing some breathing. We'll be doing a little yin yoga. If you've never done yoga before, don't worry about it. Anybody can do this. It's easy. Mm And then a nice long sound bath right by the lake, and it's just beautiful. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> so lots of amazing things, lots of interesting retreats, uh, evenings, experiences that you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you had to leave somebody with something, what would you say with everybody? What would be the last oh, word of wisdom? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. 
Isn't that a Disney song? I was oh, just going to say. I was like, that's Frozen all over Let again. I'm yes. like, reminded me when my niece and nephew were visiting and my niece rode with me and my, I had a little, I had a little convertible and we were driving down Palm Springs the whole time oh, from no. Los Angeles there. The song over and over and oh. over again. I was like, oh my God, this drive cannot be done. <laughs> Let it go. One more time. Oh my God. Let it go. It's a great song, but that. for that length of time, maybe. <laughs> I need to let that go. Wow. Yes, that's true. Music worms. Oh. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. You, it, well, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you for having me. Thank this you. This is fun. And thank you, everybody, for joining. Until next time, have a beautiful evening or day, whatever it is for you. <laughs> Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, at Liberate Hollywood, all one word, or Liberate Emporium, all one word. Until next time, liberate yourself.